Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Residents of the state of Washington during the November midterm elections in the United States for the second time said no way, no thanks to a statewide carbon tax. Now, this was decided by a referendum question on the ballot, and this even though politicians and pundits insisted such a tax was good for them. And what did residents of the perhaps most progressive state in the U.S. fear about a carbon tax? My guest is uh, Todd Myers. We've spoken to Mr. Myers in the past. He's the director for the Center for the Environment at the Washington Policy Center, one of America's leading experts on free market environmental policy. He's the author of the landmark 2011 book, Eco Fads. Now, the rise in trendy environmentalism is harming the environment. Todd, thank you very much for the time. We have uh, now an enforced carbon tax for in in this country, certainly for the province that the federal government feels are doing enough. Uh, to, to your side of the border in the state of Washington, who who favored statewide carbon tax? Well, it's the, it was the environmental community, the number of progressive politicians um, who had tried in the past to pass it through the legislature, but it failed, and so they went to the voters. And even as the voters... Um, increased the number of Democrats in our state legislature. They turned down a carbon tax, which is about $15 a metric ton, by a vote of 57 to 43. So the next question is why? What was it about a carbon tax that caused uh, the people in the state of Washington to say, I don't think so? I think there's two things primarily. First is just the cost of it. Um, it would have increased um, gas taxes by about 13 cents a gallon, which is about four cents a liter, um, plus home heating, um, plus some electricity. Um, we have a lot of hydropower in Washington State, so it wouldn't have been too much there. But I think just as much is the sense that they don't, the voters didn't trust the politicians to use the money wisely. They see a lot of boondoggles, they see a lot of money spent on special interest projects rather than on actually um, helping reduce. Um, CO2 emissions, we have a very poor record of politicians choosing projects on CO2 emissions reduction. So I think the combination of those two things doomed it. Was there a lot of promising going on that the uh, that a carbon tax would be revenue neutral, not only good for the uh, for the environment, but revenue neutral and that no one would be would be uh, economically harmed? There was a carbon tax two years ago that was revenue neutral, where it increased the carbon tax but decreased sales taxes, and that also went down. This one was just a straight tax increase, but it does come along with the standard sort of promises that the money would be spent to create jobs, expand the economy, and that um, people wouldn't really feel it. Uh, there's a great slogan of a, of a bar up in Anchorage, Alaska, that says, they, we cheat the other guy and pass the savings on to you, and that was kind of the slogan. Um, of the folks who are supporting the carbon tax, promising that it would be big oil and not other folks who paid. But, of course, people realize that oil companies just pass along those costs to them. So even though those promises were made, they weren't believed. Yeah. How does Washington law allow for referendum questions to be on a ballot? Washington state is, is very progressive um, in the sense that we have a lot of things that go to the ballot. We always have initiatives. People can collect signatures and put them on the ballot, as they did in this case, or they can referendum any decision made by the legislature. So we frequently have um, issues like this come to the people. Um, and sometimes they vote one way and sometimes the other, and I think it's particularly uh, notable that the other initiatives that were on the ballot related to gun control, um, they all passed. So it was a generally um, the voters voted 
um, to the left of center this election, both in terms of who they elected as representatives and some of the other initiatives. But when it came to the carbon tax, like I said, they voted 57-43 against it. So it was very clear, especially given everything else that was on the ballot. Now, 57-43 uh, is, is, is not exactly... Uh... Uh, a narrow margin. That's a that's a that's a wide wide swath of voters. Todd, I really appreciate you coming back on the show because the carbon tax is uh, is massive in this country. Not only right now, in the beginning of 2019, but as we head toward our federal election in October, it's going to become even more uh, topic of national discussion, talk, uh, exaggeration, and who knows what else is going to come our way. Thank you, Todd. All the very best to you. Yeah, good to talk with you. Thanks, Todd Myers. From the state of Washington, he's the author of EcoFads. Now, the rise of trendy environmentalism is harming the environment. He's the director for the Center of the uh, for the Environment at the Washington Policy Center. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.